somebody give praise to the Lord? Job chapter 38, verse 12 and 13. Whilst we are still standing. Job chapter 38, verse 12 and 13. It says that, Have you commanded the morning since your days? And have you caused the day's prank to know his place? So that it might take hold of the ends of the earth that the wicked might be shaken out of it. Now, this scripture tells us that at the beginning of everything, somebody got to command it. If you don't command the beginning of something, something else will command it. And whatever commands the beginning of something, I'll explain it, don't worry, determines what happens in the cause of it. Now, today is the beginning of the month of May. It is the morning of May. The beginning of everything is the morning of it. And here the Lord was asking Job, he said, have you commanded your days? Have you commanded your morning since your days? So that it can take hold of the ends of the earth. And then wickedness can be shaken out of it. And then the day spring will know its course. The Lord was asking Job. Now, I want us to pray one prayer. And that prayer is that whatever you are believing God for the month of May. Listen. God, please listen to this mystery. God doesn't have a special time. The special time of God is the time that you choose. God doesn't have a period called a special period. It is when you choose, then he meets you there. And so this morning, I want you to command the month of May. You are going to declare what you want the month of May to be. Remember, whatever the Lord says at the night of supernatural encounter, it goes through all the way to the next night of supernatural encounter what he says and he said that it is our night or our moment of signs wonders and miracles that is what the lord is doing until the next night of supernatural encounter and there are going to be visible manifestations of it but we must command the morning so that the day spring the things that sponsor the manifestation of the things of god will now know and have its place. And then wickedness can be shaken out of the system. Say, Father, Father in, the in the mighty name of Jesus, as I declare, as I declare over, the over the month of May, of May every word will see light. See light. Every, desire every desire will come to pass. Come to pass. Every, judgment every judgment will be executed, executed. against enemies of righteousness in Jesus name lift up your voice lift up your voice command the month don't just pray a simple prayer declare what you want to see declare what you want to see command what you want to see into the month of May if you don't do that somebody will command into it for you and I promise you it will not be what you want but declare it to the man. 
he said i am going to be to you visibly your god of signs wonders and miracles i believe it and i receive it every miracle every sign and every wonder let it burn forth in jesus name let it break out in jesus name open your mouth and pray whatever you are believing god for this month of may it must see daylight if you don't say it you won't see it we having the same spirit of faith according as it is written we have heard and we have believed and therefore have we spoken what you believe speak it what you believe speak it what you believe speak it declare into the month of may that miracle will not be delayed that miracle will not be aborted that judgment against the enemies of righteousness is being executed speedily speak into the man don't be quiet jesus had somebody trying to destroy the miracle of jarius daughter he said only believe don't be afraid somebody speak into the man is it a new job speak into the man is it marriage speaking to the man is it children speaking to the man is it document speaking to the man is it salvation for somebody speaking to the man the recovery of a child speak into the man let the day spring know his position speak speak declare what you want to see declare what you want to see some shame coming declare it will not happen declare it will not happen you are a supernatural being declare say it if you don't say it you won't see it the things of the spirit respond to the things we say in the realms of the spirit it is what we say that we receive it is what you say that you possess it is what you say that the lord does open your mouth talk speak into the man speak into me don't let the devil speak into me don't let witches speak into me don't let sicknesses speak into me don't let shame speak into me don't let disappointment speak into me don't let frustrations anxieties depression speak into me speak joy speak gladness speak rejoicing speak favor lift up your voice what are we doing we are declaring what the man should be we are declaring what the man should be lift up your voice take authority take charge you are seated in heavenly places what you say will be confirmed what you say will be authenticated what you say the lord will perfect it lift up your voice lift up your voice two more minutes speak into the man declare that healing declare that glory declare that testimony declare that victory declare that overcoming declare it in the name of jesus 
family. Speak into your spouse. Speak into your children. Speak over that academics. Whatever you are believing God for, don't stop talking. Don't stop talking. Come on, lift up your voice. Speak it away. Declare it in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. And so, Father, we decree and declare right now as representatives of you. Anybody earmarked for shame, anybody earmarked to lose a certain miracle or blessing by the machinations of the enemies of righteousness, like Elimas, right now, we declare the judgment written executed. I didn't hear your amen. Listen, amen simply means that I agree with you. And Bible said that whatsoever two of you shall agree on earth, it shall be done. We declare the judgment written, executed now in the name of Jesus against any forces of darkness. And we speak into the month of May and we declare it is our month of joy. It is our month of rejoicing. It is our month of overflow. It is, a it is a month of supernatural manifestations. Amen. It is a month of signs, wonders, and miracles. Amen. It is a signs of new things. Amen. It is our month 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 of new things. Somebody shout! Somebody shout! Hallelujah! Glory! Our month of new things. New things, new things, new things, new things. We speak it into the month. We speak it into the first week. We speak it into the second week. We speak it into the third week. We speak it into the fourth week. And we decree and declare, so shall it be. In the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody give a clap unto the Lord. Celebrate the goodness of the Lord. Let's take our seats in heaven. Hallelujah. Speak, Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. How many of you are excited to be in the month of May? Brothers and sisters, listen. At the beginning of every season, declare what you want to see. You see, whatever the Lord does, whatever the Lord creates, please listen to me. It is neutral. Okay? Whatever the Lord gives you is neutral. What you say into it is what it produces for you or what it becomes for you. Amen. 
Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. When you read the book of Genesis chapter 2 verse 19, if you are in this house, there are certain scriptures, you, you must never miss them. Like Genesis chapter 2 verse 19, he said, And the Lord God brought everything that he had made unto Adam to see how he, look at that, he brought them unto Adam to see. It was the, so the Lord was just watching Adam. He gave him the month of May to see what he will call the month. And whatever Adam called that month, that is how it produced. Whatever Adam called anything, that is how it produced. So the month has started. Don't be naive and ignorant. And then start saying things. So, in, so at the beginning of everything, the devil will show you things he wants you to say. You see, it is what you say. What you say over anything is more powerful than what others are saying. But if you don't say anything, then what they are saying will happen. Yeah, that is how life is. So the Lord gives you the month of May. You don't say anything. Immediately the devil will begin to speak sicknesses. You begin to speak disappointment. You begin to speak failure. So as you are going through the month, you see that all those things will be happening. When you see and watch the life of Jesus, anytime the enemy spoke, he didn't keep quiet. He spoke against what he has said. Because what you say is more powerful than what is being said around you. Praise the name of Jesus. So speak into the month. When you live here, you sit in your car. For the whole of the first week, declare what you want the month to be. That is why at the beginning of the year, we spend time to command the year. So that the year will deliver to us. Even when we command it, the enemy will still come fighting it. How much more if you don't command it? then it means that you are the mercy of everything the enemy will throw at you. Praise the name of Jesus. All right. Now, did you hear the testimony of Sister Margaret? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the reason why we share testimonies. She said, I didn't pray for her. Nobody laid hands on her. She was sitting there and she heard Desiree. Who for, was it two years or four years? Three years. Every time she will have to go to the restroom, she have to take medication. And for 20 years, did you hear that? 20 years. 20 years. That is why I always say that if you can't believe God, you have no business being a child of God. For 20 years, she traveled all the way to Minnesota to get treatment. They said that it will cost you, the medicine alone will cost you $10,000. $10,000. She came to sit here. She was sitting down in church for 20 years. She heard somebody sharing a testimony that I came for the night of supernatural encounter and the Lord touched me. And the following day, I said, I'm not going to take my medicine again. I've been taking communion. And then the thing that I used to take medication before I can go once a, a week, all of a sudden, I'm doing it twice. She said, as she was sitting down, she said, ah, this is me. This is me. When you come to church, brothers and sisters, and you hear anything that relates to you, receive it. Don't wait and say that pastor must call me or pray for me. Or maybe elder must lay legs on me. Or maybe this. Or something, 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 you know, something, something supernatural must happen before I know. That, no. When you are walking with God and you find yourself in the presence of the congregation of the saints, understand that the waters have been stirred. Sometimes somebody's miracle comes when we are worshiping. Sometimes somebody's miracle comes when we are praying. Elder Brighton came to church. The first time he came to church. The second time, the first time the wife invited him. The second time he came, he said, Lord, 
I am believing you for a home church, but I don't know if this is the place. So if this is the place, give me a sign. He came with a, a problem that had been there for some years. He was sitting also over there. And then mommy was leading personal supplication. Like she did today. And then she said, whatever you are believing God for, say it now. God is going to answer. She said, Lord, then hear me. Immediately the pain left him. That is how come he stayed in the church. He said, ah, this is the confirmation. I wasn't preaching. The atmosphere is already set and saturated for the supernatural. That is why when you come for service from the beginning to the end, be attentive. Because you may never know when your angel will, will, will show up. And sometimes when your angel is coming, that is when the enemy will let you be distracted. Yes, yes. So you got to be very focused. Bible said that Peter's eyes were on Jesus. When you read Matthew chapter 24, I'm in chapter 14 from verse number 28. That was Peter's eyes were on Jesus and he was walking on the sea. The moment he left his eyes from Jesus, he started sinking. Sometimes when you become a little distracted, then your word may bypass you. But this month, nobody's word will bypass them in Jesus' name. The Lord has already declared that it is our month of um, miracles, signs, and wonders. He said it on Friday. We will swim and walk in it until the next night of supernatural encounters. Somebody say, I believe it. Somebody say, I receive it. Heard the testimony of Jada. Where is Jada? She received, listen, spiritual gifts are more important than physical gifts. When you receive the gift of speaking in tongues, then you are talking to heaven. Now, let me tell you something about it. Tongues is a language given. I'll teach on the gift of the Holy Spirit. I've done it before, but I'll do it again because every day we have new people joining. So we have to understand all the, uh, the, the doctrines of the, of the mandate. Now, if right now I am just blessed by the grace of God, to understand a few more languages other than English. Now, if I want to talk to somebody in a language, or I want to tell somebody something in a, a way that I don't want other people to understand, I will communicate with the person in a common language that is common to us. Now, tongues is a common language common to the believer and God. Tongues doesn't have any filter. It doesn't need any filter. When we pray with our own language, it is filtered. Bible says that, and the spirit with much groaning maketh intercession for us. Because sometimes we even speak foolishly before the Lord. Yeah, Bible says it. He said we pray and we pray amiss. To pray amiss means to pray foolishly. So sometimes we ask things that we, we don't even need. It is like a child coming to you, like I always say about Zoe. Sometimes she's hungry, she's crying. And then says, Zoe, what do you want? She says, I, I, I want candy. But it is not candy she wants. She wants food. But she doesn't know what she wants. She thinks she wants something in the mouth. So sometimes we ask God or we pray about things that we don't even need. It is when you pray in tongues for five minutes, it's more powerful than even praying in your own language for 10 hours. I'm telling you. Yeah. And that gift, the Lord just gave it to her. I didn't lay hands on her. The atmosphere is already charged. Whatever you are believing God for, for today, it is available. Receive it in Jesus' name. Mamadiko said that it didn't matter what preaching they have preached about tithe. She said, me, I decided that as for the tithe, I will never do it. She came here, the, the Holy Ghost knocked her heart. He said, boom. And then she said, 
All of a sudden, I remember that everything that pastor is saying about the devourer, it has been happening to me. She said, I can buy a brand new set of ties. The next moment, it has a puncher. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Brand new set of ties. She puts, he said somebody, one day somebody knocked her taxi and the person ran away. The devourer was working. She said, I subscribe to the word. And immediately, she said, now my accounts has changed. Please, I want you to do me a favor. Whether it is Holy Hill or anywhere, if you go to any place where the Holy Spirit is moving, never be familiar. Otherwise, you waste your time. Then it is better you didn't go. Amen. Bible says, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. Look at Hebrews chapter 11 and verse number 6. One man came here. He called somebody. He said, ah, ever since I stepped foot in that house, my appetite for drinking has ceased. I didn't pray for him. There is something working in the house of God. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must. Somebody say must. So it is a must. If you A must means it is non-negotiable. You must believe that God is and that he is a rewarder. If you can't have these two things, Amy, you don't have any business being a believer. You must believe that he is, that there is God in the house. And number two, that he is a rewarder. It means that he ministers. It means that he does things for us. Praise the name of Jesus. How many of you believe that God is going to work for you? We will be having, very soon, we'll be compiling a book and it will be called Chronicles of Science, Wonders and Miracles. And it will be loaded with testimonies so that when we read them, just like her testimony, when we read them, we can be able to... Do you know that the, the Bible is... A book is a chronicle of signs, wonders, and miracles. The things that have been done. So we will have a book called Chronicles of Signs, Wonders, and Miracles. And then very soon we'll be keeping them. Some of them we will, we will do um, 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 an, a YouTube one too, right? And then we will have all that on. We'll be sharing the powerful things that the Lord is doing so that um, other people can read it and then key in and then they'll be blessed. Now, this is very important. Next week is Mother's Day, right? Let's celebrate all women in the name of Jesus. Every woman here is a mother. Either a mother now or a mother tomorrow. Every woman here, I'm telling you, except you don't want it, but every woman here will be a mother. Same here, believing, amen. Hallelujah. So, we will be celebrating all mothers. And it is not, a mother is not somebody who has given birth biologically. It is anybody who has that responsible mindset. Praise the name of Jesus. Yeah. And of course, the Lord will bless every woman. I'm talking about having the mind of Christ. The next couple of minutes. Having the mind of Christ. Having the mind of Christ. Philippians chapter 2 verse 5 to 11. Can we quickly read it? Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 to 11. Let this mind be in you. Somebody said, let this mind be in you. So there is a mind that can be in you. Let this mind be in you. Did you see that? Hallelujah. All right, now concentrate on me. Now let's read the scriptures. Let's read the scriptures. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. 
who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery. Who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Please, are you seeing that? Now, verse number 7. We are reading all the way to 11. But made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Please concentrate on me. And being, and being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. And because of that, God also has highly exalted him. And giving him a name which is above every name. Verse number 10. That at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven, things in the earth, and things under the earth. Verse 11. Can we all read verse number 11 together? Ready, go. And that every tongue should confess. That Jesus Christ is Lord. To the glory of God the Father. Give a clap unto the Lord. Now, brothers and sisters. I believe that this may be the concluding part of heavenly places. Now, so far we have been talking about the fact that. The second thing that the Lord did for us by redemption. Is to place us in heavenly places, right? And that we know that. It is in heavenly places that we can have full operational abilities and capabilities. And then number two, have a corresponding relationship with the Lord. Just like it was in the Garden of Eden, right? And then we also spoke about the culture of heavenly places, which has to do with the character of, I mean, the attitude of heavenly places, which is thanksgiving integrated with gratitude and then we spoke about the character which is godly and goodly thinking and then we spoke about the language all these are part of the culture of heavenly places the language of heavenly places being the language of faith and then the belief system all things are possible hallelujah now today i am completing or concluding with having the mind of christ now because when you are seated in heavenly places, what will let you operate as a heavenly citizen is the mind of Christ. It's important you understand this teaching. It is the mind of Christ. It is the mind of Christ that will let you operate as a heavenly citizen. Sometimes you see people and then they have issues on the road or so with the police and sometimes they the police will be talking and then they'll be talking and then they will tell you that I am right and sometimes by the time they finish the discourse the police will know that they are right because as a citizen you always have some rights please do you understand me every citizen has some rights now the ability to exercise your rights come from the mind of Christ Having the mind of Christ. Now, give me the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse number 16. Please, are you with me? 
It's very important we understand this teaching. Otherwise, you'll be seated in heavenly places, but you can't operate as a heavenly citizen. There are many people in America, but they can't operate as Americans. The fact that you are in a certain country doesn't give you the opportunity or the authority to behave as a citizen of that country. Except you receive the power to become. And the power to become is called the mind of Christ. So 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse number 16. He said, let's start from verse number 14 so that we can really understand it. Now, the natural man receives not the things of God. Do you understand? The natural man receives not the things of the spirit of God. For they are foolishness unto him. Neither can they know them. Because they are discerned spiritually. Verse number 15. But he that is spiritual judges all things. Yet he himself is judge of no man. And verse 16 says that. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him. But we have the mind of Christ. What he's saying is that, Frida, when you have the mind of Christ, God can now instruct you. Did, did you get that? He said, for who has known the mind of the Lord? It is when you know the mind of the Lord, then the, then the Lord can instruct you. And then he says that we have the mind of Christ. So having the mind of Christ puts you at a place that the Lord can instruct you. And brothers and sisters, anytime the Lord instructs you, it leads you to profit. Isaiah chapter 48 and verse number 16, 17, and 18. Look at Isaiah chapter 48, verse number 16. Come near, hear this. I have not spoken in secret from the beginning. From the time that was, there I am. And now the Lord God and his spirit has sent me. Verse 17 says that, Thus saith the Lord, thy redeemer, the holy one of Israel. I am the Lord your God, which teaches you to profit. So the instructions of the Lord leads us into profit. And who leads you by the way you should go? The instructions of the Lord makes destinies high flyers. Deuteronomy chapter 32. Verse number 9. Look at Deuteronomy 32, verse number 9. The Lord's portion is his people. Jacob is the lot of his inheritance. Look at the next verse, verse 10. He found him in a desert land, in the waste howling wilderness. He led him about. Somebody say, and he instructed him. He instructed him and kept him as the apple of his eye. Look at verse number 12. Look at verse number 12. So the Lord alone did lead him and there was no strange God with him. 13 says that, and he made him ride in the high places of the earth that he might eat the increase of the fields. So when the Lord instructs you, it makes you a high flyer in life. It makes you fulfill destiny in grand style. The instruction of the Lord brings us to a place of dominance. But you cannot be instructed except you have the mind of Christ. So even though we are in heavenly places, what is so very important to us is that we will be able to understand what the mind of Christ is and begin to access it. And all of a sudden, our lives will change. So you can be a believer, all right, but you may not be seeing what always has been shared, what always is being preached, 
Because you don't have the mind of Christ. I mean, you are not operating the mind of Christ. Even though you have it, you are not operating it. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, so look at people, certain people in the Bible. For example, do you know that Jesus was not learned? Jesus never schooled. Go with me to the book of John. Let me show it to you. John chapter 7. Let's read verse number 14 to 15. John 7, 14 to 15. Jesus was never schooled. But because of the mind of Christ that he had, now about the midst of the feast, Jesus went up into the temple and taught them. Verse 15. And he and the Jews marveled, saying, How knoweth this man letters, having never learned? Jesus never schooled. But the man did amazing things, and the people said, How knoweth him these things, seeing that he has never been taught? Sometimes you can come to a place in life, things will work for you, not because you have what it takes, but because you have the mind of Christ. When you have the mind of Christ, it doesn't matter the limitations. In the book of Luke, chapter 2, when you read from verse number 45, that was when the mother, the parents of Jesus came and they were seated down. When, can we quickly read it? And when they found him not, they turned back. This was when they had left Jesus in Bethlehem, okay? Uh, 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 sorry, in Jerusalem. After they went for the feast and then they had gone and they returned to look for him. And Bible says that when they had not found him, they returned back to Jerusalem seeking him. Verse 46, and it came to pass after three days, they found him in the temple sitting in the midst of doctors. Less than 12 years. Sitting in the midst of doctors. Both hearing them and asking them questions. Verse number 47, and all that heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. The mind of Christ. The mind of Christ does not permit failure in life. It's important you know it. It does not permit mediocrity in life. It does not permit defeat in life. It does not permit, ladies and gentlemen, becoming an object of radical and mockery. Because the mind of Christ is the wisdom of God and the power of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse number 24. The mind of Christ is both the power and the wisdom but unto them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. So when you have the mind of God, you, I mean you have the mind of Christ, you have the power, you have access to the power of God and the wisdom of God. Do you understand it? What makes destiny fly high is when you have the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. And Bible said that for we have the mind of Christ. Can you lay hands on your head and say, I have the mind of Christ. Confusion is not my portion. Anxiety is not my portion. Depression is not my portion. Disappointment and failure is not my portion. Say, I believe it. In Jesus name. Praise the name of Jesus. What will let Adam and Eve, I mean Adam, name all the animals? Everything that God created. One man. He named all of them. He didn't forget. The mind of God. The mind of Christ. Praise the name of Jesus. They brought, the Lord brought everything to him and then he named everything. Moses went into the land of Egypt 
the same place he was a fugitive. Ladies and gentlemen, he became a traumatic element to the leadership of the land. What was his secret? The mind of Christ. Remember, the mind of Christ is access to the power of God and the wisdom of God. Praise the name of Jesus. Is somebody understanding me? All right. So, the question is, what is the mind of Christ? Now, the mind of Christ is having access into the power of God and the wisdom of God in order to know his intentions, his plans, and his purposes per time. If you are writing it, write it. I'll say it again. What is the mind of Christ? The mind of Christ is having access. It means you have entry into the power of God and the wisdom of God in order to know God's intentions, God's plans, and God's purposes per time, which will bring him all the glory. He said we have the mind of Christ so that God can instruct us, so that God can tell us his intentions. He can tell us his plans. He can tell us his purposes per time. In Genesis chapter 18, God was going to visit Sodom and Gomorrah. He met up with Abraham. Abraham had the mind of Christ. He had access into the power and the wisdom of God. In verse number 17, Genesis 18, from verse number 17, and the Lord said, shall I hide anything which I do from Abraham? Why? Because Abraham had the mind of Christ and he said that, seeing that, look at verse 2, uh, the next verse, seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and a mighty nation. How can one person become a great and a mighty nation except you have access to the power of God and the wisdom of God? Which is the mind of Christ. Which is, so you are seated in heavenly places. But you cannot operate in your full capacity without the mind of Christ. So Paul said we have the mind of Christ. We have access. We have access into the power of God and the wisdom of God. So we will know the intentions of God. We will know the plans. How many of us will be happy if tomorrow... Whatever is going to happen tomorrow, the Lord tells you now. Oh, let me see your hand up. You will not be happy that as you are moving outside, all of a sudden you see what is going to happen the next five minutes, the next ten minutes. How many of you want it? Everybody can have it. Listen, everybody. It, it, this has nothing to do with spiritual gifts. It has, every, it has everything to do with accessing the mind of Christ. When you have the mind of Christ, he said, who shall the Lord instruct? Abraham had the mind of Christ. He came. Ah, you are going to write an exam and then the Lord begins to show you the, answer, the, the questions. Who wants it? Yeah, she says she receives it. Sister, you can have access to it. It is through the mind of Christ. You are going for a job interview. And then you said, Lord, what are they going to ask me? What? Anytime, eh? <laughs> Please, what I'm saying, just listen and then let it sink in. When you have the mind of Christ, eh, even the dress you must wear for a certain place, the Lord will tell you. Yeah. The, even the hairstyle to do. Don't just go and sit down and then they do a certain hairstyle for you. And then you are passing in front of your suitor, the man that must marry you. He see you, he won't see you. 
Because the Lord has spoken to the man that the woman I'm going, you are going to marry, you will see him in this week. She'll be wearing maybe braids. And then, here you are. You are holding a pompijo tray. You know pompijo. The one, they hold it like this. One here, one here, one here. Yeah, it's like three ponies split together. About round, round, round. Pompijo. When I was growing up, that's how they call it. Because you didn't know the mind of Christ. It is very dangerous for a believer to operate without the mind of Christ. You make unpardonable mistakes in life. You have access to the power and the wisdom of God. You are going for an interview. You pray. Lord, I have the mind of Christ. What must I wear? The Lord said, wear this shoe. Wear this dress. Wear that. Wear that. The Lord is always speaking. If you have the mind of Christ. Listen. When you have the mind of Christ, you are on the same frequency with heaven. When he talks, you hear. Yeah. The Lord was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. He got to Abraham. He said, shall I hide anything from Abraham? Why would the Lord not hide anything from him? Because he has the mind of Christ. What is the mind of Christ? Seeing that he shall surely become a great and a mighty nation. And remember, it is with the mind of Christ that we become high flyers. We become great and mighty people on the earth. And all nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. And look at verse number 19. And then he said, And for I know him. <laughs> when you have the mind of Christ, God can depend on you. When you read Elder, when you read Amos chapter 3 verse 3, he said, how can two walk together except they be agreed? And then when you jump to verse number 7 of Amos chapter 3, he said, the Lord God will not do anything except he has revealed it to his prophet. Now, the word prophet means the people who have the mind of Christ. Because if you have the mind of Christ, you know what is going to happen the next moment. Is it not powerful? Yeah. Hallelujah. You are going to embark on a certain journey. The Lord said, don't, don't, don't make it. Because this and that and that is going to happen. And listen, these are things that ordinary believers in the New Testament church must operate in. When in the book of Acts, which is the foundation of the New Testament church, that is how they were operating. One day, Paul was about to go and preach somewhere. The Holy Ghost said, don't go and preach there. One day, he was about to go and preach somewhere. And then, the prophet Agabus came and lifted up the belt. He said, whose belt is this? They said, it is for Saul. He said, I saw the owner of this belt. He went to that city to preach. They beat him. He nearly died. Say, yeah, the Lord. Don't go there. Paul said, I'll go. They beat him. He was almost dead. He took the intervention of God. How will ordinary people, brothers and sisters, watch me. How will ordinary people operate as supernatural beings? Somebody say, through the mind of Christ. Through the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ will let you resonate with the frequency of heaven. It will let you do things that heaven wants to be done on earth. When you read the book of John chapter 1, look at John chapter 1 and verse number 1, uh, I mean verse number 12 and 13. Look at John 1, 12, 13. He says, surely, no, John chapter 1, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Okay? Even to them that believe on his name. Now look at 13 which were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. 
So when you have the mind of God, you have access to the power that makes you a son of God or a daughter of God. So now the question is, how do I operate the mind of Christ or how do I access the mind of Christ? Remember, I said that the mind of Christ is having access to the power of God and the wisdom of God that makes you know the intentions, the plans, the purposes of God per time. Per time. Because God will be unrighteous, Chantel, to do something in your family and you are there and he will not tell you. He will be very unrighteous. Okay, so how come God has been doing things and then I don't know. He has been speaking, you, are, you have not been hearing. Because God's channel is maybe channel 2. You are also on channel 17. If you have a walkie-talkie and I have a walkie-talkie and we are not on the same frequency, sister, you can't hear me. I'll be talking loud, but you can't hear me. The mind of Christ gives us access to hearing audibly what God is doing. That is why if you're a believer, Leon, you must desire the mind of Christ. Not that it is now going to... Once you became born again, you have been given the mind of Christ. Now, the mind of Christ, Connor, is not a mind that has been placed in your head. It is like a package. Okay? So, we have... Now, if I say I have a mobile phone, it doesn't mean that the mobile phone is in my head. It means I have the mobile phone. But the fact that I have a mobile phone doesn't mean I'm using it. That is why people, we have the mind of Christ, but we are not using it. So we can't hear. It is only when you hear that you can command. Isaiah chapter 45 and verse number 13. In fact, Isaiah 45 verse 11. Look at Isaiah 45 verse 11. When you have freedom, the mind of Christ, you can now command the things of God. That saith the Lord the Holy One of Israel and his maker, ask me of things to come concerning my sons. So when I pray, I say, Lord, what is going to happen in the life of Connor? Then the Lord will begin to download it papa, 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 to you. You are praying for somebody. Lord, what about Amy? Then the Lord begin to talk to you. You are saying this, then the Lord begin. You, everybody, it is not the, 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 um, the, uh, the, the prerogative of pastors. Every child of God must operate the mind of Christ. Because when you operate the mind of Christ, you can ask things to come concerning his sons. And concerning the work of his sons, you can command him. Because he can... Do you understand it? He can trust and depend on you. Praise the name of Jesus. So, how do we operate? How do we access the mind of Christ? The mind of Christ is like a mobile phone. How do I operate it? I give you five quick points. Number one, be born again. You can't have the mind of Christ except you first of all enter into the kingdom by being born again. And I am not talking about parading ourselves and saying that I'm born again. I'm talking about a conscious, deliberate effort to walk with Jesus. To be born again means you have a daily fellowship and relationship with Jesus. It's me. Listen, let me explain it to you. Barry, to be born again means you are in love with Christ. Have you been in love before? If you have been in love with before, please be very truthful to me. I'm preaching with you. If you have been, if you have been in love before, let me see your hand up. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Mr. George, you have been in love before. Okay. Now, thank you very much. Now, listen. 
when you are in love, eh, what do you want? You always want to hear either the person's voice or be with the person. God bless you. Hallelujah. There are a lot of people who are very franco. Amen. Sometimes it is raining. You don't see the rain. Sometimes they say that the road, they said there is a hailstorm coming. He said, me and the hailstorm or we'll face each other because I have to see my love. Sometimes you are sleeping and then you call the person and the person is not responding or you are trying to reach the person, you are not getting the person and you can't sleep. You, I have to know where my lover is, if she's okay or if he's okay. And then you begin to call, you begin to call, you are not hearing, you, you, are, you are restless, you are sleepless and all of a sudden you see the person's call coming and all of a sudden there is life that are jacked back. To be born again means you are in love with Christ, simple. Whatever makes you do the things that you do when you are in love with somebody, that is what you must do when you are in love with Christ. That is what being born again means. Practically, being born again means you are in fresh love with Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. You want to talk to him? You want to talk about him? Amen. amen. There are people, I love the way the young ladies are saying amen. <laughs> that is very practical. Hallelujah. Now, Sometimes, Elder Brighton, sometimes the whole world will be saying that, hey, brother, this sister will kill you. He said, me and her, we will die together. He said, I don't just want her to kill me. I want the two of us to die together. <laughs> when you are in love, huh? and that is what being born again is. It's not just a religious ceremony where you go to church. You say, I receive Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior. And then you go back home or you go back and then it's like you left Jesus in the church. No. It means that Jesus from today, you and I are walking hand in hand. I don't leave you, you don't leave me. Nobody cheats anybody, Jesus. I go with you, you go with me. Praise the name. That is what being born again is. When you have a daily, deliberate, intentional, conscious relationship with the Lord. In or outside. In your closet, in your car, everywhere you find yourself. And one of the evidence that you are in love with Christ is that you talk about Christ. You talk to Christ and you talk about him. Praise the name of Jesus. I want to share a story of my love with you. Really? Okay, what is it? Said so that uh, I met this, this, this guy at the groceries and I don't even know the way he was looking at me and the way he was smiling. I'm really confused, you know. And it's like, anytime I go there, I see him, and then he will smile. And then the sister will ask you, but has, she, has he said anything? No, that is what even makes me, I don't know. And then the sister will begin to give you advice, how to be sure that the guy is also in love with you. And you are not tired. Sometimes when you are saying it, the person even doesn't want to hear. But he said, oh, you need to hear. And you know, the other, that the other two, two, Johnny got me this. That, and then... Johnny, Johnny, every day, the, the sister is like, why is this lady always talking to me about Johnny? Because she's in love with Johnny. Should she talk to you about Mercedes Benz? It is the one he, she's in love with. If you are in love with Jesus, you talk to Jesus, you talk about him. The mind of Christ starts with having a deliberate, conscious relationship with Jesus. Where you begin to walk with him, you are so conscious of his ever presence, presence with you. I don't go and leave him. You don't go and leave him. You sit in the car. He's with you there. Praise the name of Jesus. And that brings me, of course, you can write Colossians chapter 3. 
quickly, Colossians 3 verse 1 to 2. Look at when you are, bo- when you are born again. He says that if you be risen with Christ, if you are born again, then seek those things which are above. Where Christ is seated on the right hand side of God. And verse number 2. Look at verse number 2. Set your affection on the things above, not on the things on the earth. Isn't that powerful? So when you, I can be able to know you are in love with somebody by the way you talk about the person. Sometimes when somebody is in love with somebody, when you say something bad about the person, they become offended. Oh, are you sure? Sometimes if they, 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 they feel shy of you a little, they'll say, oh, really? Are you sure? Did you see it or somebody told you about it? Hmm. And some of the times, if you can't say anything about it, you say, mm, okay, I'll see you. Not that you want to go, but the thing the person is saying is paining you in your heart. It is hurting you. <laughs> I love the way the lady is smiling there. Hallelujah. Say me a believing amen. Thierry, is it true? <laughs> Number two. To access the mind of God, it brings me to the second very important point. Have continuous fellowship with the Holy Spirit. How would you know the things of God except by the Spirit of God? Have continuous fellowship with the Holy Spirit. When you are now born again, now you have access to the Holy Spirit. So you begin to walk with the Holy Spirit, fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Now, the word fellowship, I think I explained it the other day, is koinonia. Koinonia means that, watch me, in actual fact, uh, the root word koinonia means intercourse. It is like a man having an, a sexual intercourse with a wife, naked, and one to one. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Heather is not saying amen. Don't intimidate me. I'm telling you the root word, amen, how it means. It means you become so one with the Holy Spirit that there is no separation. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. Let me go on. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Because I'm reading from verse number 9 to 12. (laughs) koinonia with the Holy Spirit. Continuous fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Where you hug him inseparably. Amen. Amen. Somebody say, as it is written. Eyes have not seen. Neither has it entered into the heart of men. He said, eyes have not seen, nor the ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for them that love him. But, look at verse 10. Verse 10. But God has revealed them unto us by... So fellowship with the Spirit gives you access, watch me, to the power of God and to the wisdom of God. Because it is by the Spirit that he reveals them to us. Whatever is going to happen tomorrow, it is by the Spirit the Lord will reveal to you. Whatever is going to happen the next moment, and everybody can have access to this. He said, for the Spirit searches how many things? All things. Yea, the deep things of God. And then, verse number 12. 
Look at the next verse. We have, for we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us. So there are some things with your name on it. You can never know them except by continuous fellowship with the Holy Spirit. So when you have fellowship with the Holy Spirit, you access the mind of Christ, which brings you to a place of knowing the things that are yours. Number three, how do I access the mind of Christ? By setting our affection on things above. By setting our affection on things above. How do we access the mind of Christ? By setting our affection on the things above. Now, when you set your affection on the things above, it means that you love the things of God more than the things of the earth. Many believers love the things of the earth more than the things of God. Many believers love the things of themselves more than the things of God. The Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 and 2 that we read. He said that if you have been risen with Christ, then set your, look at that. If you have been risen with Christ, then seek those things which are above, where Christ is sitting on the right hand of God. And then set your affection, set your love, set your love, your affection on the things which are above. Praise the name of Jesus. Where Christ is seated. So you begin to love the things that God loves more than the things that the world loves. You begin to prioritize the things of God. You begin to seek first the things of God. Can we read Matthew chapter 6 from verse 25, NIV? Or good news or whatever. From verse number 25 downwards, quickly. Matthew chapter 6. Therefore, I tell you, Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life. NIV or any other translation. I've been reading the King James, but I want us to see something that I saw this morning. Now, therefore, I say unto you, don't think about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, what you will wear. And therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. What you will eat or drink or about your body. What you will wear. And then he said, is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the next verse. Verse 26. Praise the name of Jesus. Now verse number 26. He says that, behold, the fowls of the air they don't sow, they do not reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly father feeds them. And then he said, okay, look at the best of the air. They don't sow or reap. They don't store away in barns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. And he said, are you not more, much more valuable than them? Verse 27. Can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? All the worries that you have been worrying, has it added a single hour to your life? Now look at the next verse. Verse 28. Why do you worry about the clothes? Please, can we all read it? Ready, go. 
Let's read the next one. Verse 29. That not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. And 30. If that is how God clothed the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow it is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Verse 31. So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? Verse 32. For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly father knows that you need them. So what must I do then? But seek first. Somebody say seek first. His kingdom and his righteousness. When you set your affection on the things of God, the things of God determine how you relate to the world. The world does not tell you how to relate with God. Anybody who has set his affection on the things of God, the things of God makes them set their priorities. For those who have set their love on God, sought their affection, I mean, set their affection on things above, Bible says in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, he said, eyes have not seen, nor entered into the ears, nor entered into the heart, the things that God has prepared for them that love him. When you set your affection on the things above, there are things that the Lord has prepared for you, you have access to them. Say in the name of Jesus, from today, I have access to the things of God because I love him. Now, is it not true? When you are in love, <laughs> there are certain secrets about you. Even your parents don't know, but your lover knows. He knows your, 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 your passwords, all your passwords. He has access to your secret account that even your father doesn't know that you have. Amen. Nobody in your family knows that you have that account. There are some properties that you have. Nobody around you know except your lover. When you set your affection, your love on God, he will reveal to you things that eyes have not seen, that ears have not heard, nor entered into the heart of... No, listen, there is nobody who loves God that God will leave them without a secret. God is bringing somebody a secret this afternoon in Jesus' name. Let me hear your believing. Amen. What, what did Romans chapter 8 verse 28 say? Romans 8 28. He said, for we know. Look at that. That how many things? All things. That's what? Work together for good to them that when you set your affection on the things above, everything Ajoa works for your good. Even the things that look like disappointing, it brings you appointment. The things that look like it is taking you down. When they took, when uh, Mrs. Potiphar, Amy, lied upon Joseph, and then they put him in jail, everybody thought that that was his end. Because it was a political prison. But they didn't know that that was where God was going to let him meet somebody that would open access to Pharaoh for him. When you love God, all things. That is why if you set your affection on things above, whatever happened to you, thank him. Because it will elevate you. Say me a believing amen. For we know that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord. 
Solomon loved the Lord so much that from 1 Kings chapter 3, when you read from verse number 3 all the way to 10, Bible says he loved the Lord. Now the Lord came to him in a dream. After he showed God love, then the Lord said, Solomon, what do you want? 1 Kings chapter 3, when you read from verse number 3 all the way to 12, he said, tell me what you want and I'll give it to you. He said, Lord, I want wisdom. The Lord said, I'll give you more than wisdom. Why? Because you love me. In 1 Samuel chapter 11, NS, now Solomon departed from loving the Lord. Now Solomon started loving many strange women. And Babu said that they began turning his heart away from the Lord. When Solomon was dying, he was almost a pagan. When you love God, Babu said he loved God until the point that God made him the toast of the, a woman from uh, called uh, uh, Queen Candice drove all the way from Ethiopia to come and see the wisdom of Solomon. He was, my goodness, he was the, um, how do they call this? He was the, he was the fresh boy. He was the fresh uh, prince of, of where? Yes. He was the latest. Everybody wanted to have fellowship with uh, uh, um, Solomon. Amen. Amen. Don't say I said it, but his over 1,000 concubines, they, they came to him. They said, Solomon, yes, we want to be your concubine. Because of your way. You just let everybody know. We will not do anything, but just everybody, let everybody know that we are your concubine. It is just pride that we will go about, oh, I know Solomon. He's my concubine. <laughs> because he loved God. God elevated him. Number four, how do I access the mind of God? By not conforming to the standards of this world. Romans 12, 1 to 2. To conform to the standard of this world means you compromise your faith and your conviction in the times of trouble. When you do not conform to the standards of this world, brothers and sisters, it means that you are accessing the mind of Christ. When you compromise your conviction or your faith, Ladies and gentlemen, you lose track of what God wants to do. So you do not compromise your faith or your conviction. You hold on firmly to it. You don't conform to the desires of this world. You don't have double-mindedness. You are resolute. If this is what the Lord tells you, you are conspicuously following and pursuing it. Number five, how do we access the mind of Christ? Number five, staying in the word continuously. And that was what Pastor Shana was talking about. Staying in the word continuously. The word will make you what it says. When you read Isaiah chapter 26 and verse number 3. He said you will keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on you. Look at that. That will keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on you. Because he trusts in you. When you fellowship with the word. The word washes you. The word straightens you. Brothers and sisters, watch me if you can. Nobody can change him or herself. It is the word that changes us. Yeah. You can't change yourself. That is why sometimes the time that you say that, as for today, I won't do this. Pastor Isaac, that is the day you do it more. But when you fellowship with the word, then the word begins to prune you. The word begins to break you. 
the word begins to transform you. We are products of the power of the word. In the book of Luke chapter 10, and I'm going to end here. Luke chapter 10, let's read 38 to 42. Luke 10, 38 to 42. Now it came to pass, as they went that they entered into, this is Jesus and his disciples, they entered into a certain village. And a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. Verse 39 says that, and she had a sister called Mary. But Mary sat at the feet of Jesus, hearing his word. Somebody say, hearing his word. But Martha was troubled or burdened with so many things, serving in life. And then she came to Jesus and said, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left all the worries to me? Tell her to come and help me. And verse number 41, and Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, you are careful and troubled about many things. There are many things that the, do- the devil will try to trouble your mind with. How to make it tomorrow. How to be this. How to be that. How to have this. How to overcome that. How to overcome that. The key in all these troubles are in the next verse. Verse 42. Can we all read it? But one thing is needful. There is only one thing. All the things that you are troubled about, the answers are in one thing. And Jesus said, and Mary has chosen that good path. And what was that good path? Sitting at the feet of Jesus and eating the word. Brothers and sisters, have a daily communication with the word. You must have a personal time with the word. Let the word saturate your atmosphere. I like Barry's testimony on Wednesday. He said, when I used to have a car, I'll be driving and my mind will be confused. Now, I don't have a car. I ride a bicycle, but I am riding and the word keeps ringing in my ears and I keep shouting, glory, with one hand. One hand on the handle, one hand in the air. Glory, glory to Jesus. He said, the podcast is blazing on my phone. Listen, brothers and sisters, until you change your atmosphere, your circumstances will not change. We don't change our atmosphere just by buying new bedroom set. I want to change my atmosphere and then you go and then you buy some nice scented perfume and then you put it there. No. We change our atmosphere with the word of God. Luke chapter 5 verse 17. Bible said that Jesus was preaching and the power of God was there. Jesus was preaching. The word was coming and the power of God to heal was there. Listen, anything that you need, the answer is in the word. Saturate your atmosphere with the word. When you access the mind of Christ, you are in dominion. And we access the mind of Christ by being born again. That is having a deliberate conscious relationship with the Lord. Having daily fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Number three, doing what? Setting our affection on things above. Number four, doing what? Not conforming to the standards of the world. That means not compromising. Not compromising our faith. Not subscribing to to the desires of the flesh. Not carrying double-mindedness. Can this thing be? Can it not be? You hear testimony and you go like, are they making it up? Or it is real. Once you start having double-mindedness, you are compromising. You are conforming to the standard of the world. And finally, stay in the word 
daily at the feet of Jesus. That is, stay in the word. I want you to close your eyes. Hallelujah. This month, I want us to run with these points. Every blessed day, ask yourself, do I have that first love with the Lord? It depends. You will know if communicating with the Lord or doing the bidding of the Lord becomes difficult. You ask yourself, have I spoken to the Holy Ghost? Have I sought his direction? Talk to him. He will talk to you back. Sometimes he talks to us through that still small voice in our heart. Sometimes through the word. Sometimes at one point in time, you can hear a certain message being preached almost everywhere. When they have not communicated, it means that the Lord is talking to you. The Holy Spirit is talking to you through that. So you give an ear to it. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I want you to lift up your voice. Father, remember me this month. And Lord, I access the mind of Christ. Lift up your voice and pray. If you can be on your feet, be on your feet for just a minute. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, lift up your voice quickly. And let's pray just for one minute. Can you be on your feet? Lift up your hands and let's bless the name of the Lord. Mate braco bahade kadoshi bradik labrando si atabrade meanda da baya sobrande kalabaya ibrado shantani atabandalaba the mind of Christ the mind of Christ if you have the mind of Christ you can determine what must happen on account of somebody Abraham had the mind of Christ and he was determining what must happen he was determining what must happen in the land of Sodom and Gomorrah. Now, I want you to lift up your voice and pray for your family. I want you to pray for your friends. I want you to pray for your loved ones. Because you have the mind of Christ. You can change what is happening around them. Lift up your voice. Don't be tired. Remember, it is the beginning of the month. And the beginning of the month, we take decisions. Remember your family back home. Remember that brother of yours. That is almost going way off. That sister of yours. That in-law, remember them. Lift up your voice and pray. When you have the mind of Christ, you can take decisions on behalf of other people. Abraham took decisions on behalf of Sodom and Gomorrah. Lift up your voice. Pray for that child. For healing. For full recovery. Pray for that relationship. Pray for that relationship. Let the Lord turn things around. We have the mind of Christ. But we've got to operate it. Lift up your voice. I will not be put to shame. I will not be disgraced. That shame will not happen. That lady will not die. That gentleman will not die. Anyone connected to this ministry, we preserve the others. We release the angels of the Lord to protect them. Those miracles will happen. That document is coming. Lift up your voice. You are online. We pray for anybody online. Who has anybody that is sick? In the name of Jesus, let the healing power of the Lord reach them. Let the healing power of the Lord reach them. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Now whatever you are believing also. We have the mind of Christ. So we take it. Now receive it. We receive it. Take it in Jesus' name. Who have the mind of Christ. Access to the power of God. And 
the wisdom of God, the power of God, and the wisdom of God, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. You have the mind of God. He said, For we have the mind of God. Who can know the things of God? And the Lord made his trophy. And we have the mind of God. We have the mind of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, in the blessed and mighty name of Jesus, we decree and declare your blessings over us. We decree and declare your hand over us. We carry the mind of Christ. We decree and declare. We will not be put to shame. We will not be disappointed. This month is a glorious month. This month is a favorable month. This month, there is no shame. There is no confusion. There is no failure. There is no disappointment. We suspend and cancel perpetually every bad news. Any news that is bad, we return it. And we declare good news. Somebody say good news. This month of May, good news. In the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody give a clap and a shout unto the Lord. Oh, I'm not hearing your shout. In Jesus' mighty name, take your seat in heavenly places. Hallelujah. For we have the mind of Christ. Is it not powerful? Please listen to the podcast and then listen to this. First, the first service was another service altogether. Please, I want you to listen to it. It is not what was preaching second service because the Holy Ghost took over. I want you to be a blessing to the ministry as we are preparing to do our major renovational works. We will have all the ceiling moved up by the grace of God. Many things will change. We are still waiting for the, um, the, the, the builders and uh, all the recommendations that they will make. But ladies and gentlemen, by our tithe and our givings, we are accessing into higher realms. Hallelujah. Where we will have, it's going to be very beautiful. Let me just give you a foretaste of it. We will have a lobby at that side through the entrance there. And then we'll have a double crash bar door here. You enter through the main auditorium, pulpit, and everything will be at this side. Have beautiful lights for the Lord. Hallelujah. Awesome sound. You can jump your hand or not touch the ceiling. I know that some of the time, some of you want to jump. Hallelujah, right? right? And by your hand will touch the ceiling. And so we will not do that. We, and there will be so much blessing. And so online and in-house, I want you to know that your giving is well appreciated and it is doing amazing things. And we are doing a major renovational work in the auditorium. And like uh, Pastor Shana was saying, this place will forever be a sanctuary. Yeah, because when we move to our land, we will have this place as our student center. Yeah. And then we will have the MTSU branch of Holy Hill Chapel taking over this place. Hallelujah. Yeah. And then our student pastors' offices, and it will be beautiful. Amen. We must plant churches for the Lord and do wonderful things for the Lord. Amen. We have many training camps and training grounds and all that. Amen. So, please lift up your seed. The Lord has laid a certain seed in your heart. You have been 
reserving it. Listen, <laughs> sometimes eh, there's a race. Sometimes we say that I'm reserving this money for emergency. This is the emergency. <laughs> Amen. Sometimes people say that, oh, you have to have some money for emergency. Why don't you think that the need of the Lord is an emergency? But why are you thinking that falling sick is the emergency? You see where our mind is. Sometimes you say that, oh, I need to have some money for emergency so that in case something happens to me, what's something? Nothing will happen to you, but amen. It will be good news. So please, we are doing this in the next three weeks. We are raising close to 20000 in order for this big, powerful renovation. Whatever the Lord has laid on your heart, go ahead and do it. Amen. When you see a place where the Lord is, it is a good ground, especially when we are doing major renovational works to tap into it. And so please lift it up. I want you to know that we appreciate all your giving. And it's been a major blessing in all the works that you see. And we want to do more so that we can accommodate more. Hallelujah. When we finish with expansion works, we can have about, they were telling me that we can have about 50 more chairs or so added. And there will be more space also for dancing and for all that. Amen. Please lift it up. Father, we thank you. Please, if you are giving online, you can use, you can send the word give to 833. It's very important that we keep the giving portal on the line for all our online members, those on YouTube, those on Facebook. God richly bless you tremendously for giving. So please use it. Send the word give to 833-859-4117. 833-859-4117. It will take you through the process. If you want to do through PayPal, use holyhilltn.gmail.com. A check in the name of Holy Hill. Or please, if you go back there, if you have your card, just go back there. The financial team is there and then they will help you. Father, we bless our seed and our offering. And we decree that it is received with joy and the overflow is guaranteed. Please drop it in quickly. Please drop it in quickly. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And as we drop it in, we take our communion quickly. To lift up your communion. Okay. Father, we bless the offering and the giving and the seed. We declare your blessings over every seed sower. When seeds are sowed, the harvest is expected. Release a bumper harvest. Jesus, blessed and mighty name. Amen. Please, you take it down there. Now, if you have a special seat concerning this and you want to bring it, you want to see me in the office, you can do that. You are permitted to do anything as far as this thing is concerned. We are doing it in the next three weeks and we want to prepare the place 
in far ahead of time before the anniversary. Amen. All right, lift up your communion. We take communion anytime we meet. Now, what is communion? It is not just bread and drink. It is the very body and the blood of Christ when we pray over it. You heard many testimonies in this house. They are precipitated by the mysteries of the kingdom, which we have here. One of them is the body and the blood of Christ. When we operate and walk in the communion, we are operating the very life of Christ. Because the Bible says that the life of the flesh is in the blood. We bless the bread. When Jesus blessed the bread and he broke it, he called it my body. He blessed the cup, he called it my blood. Father, we receive the body and the blood of Christ. Please remember to take the children's own to them. Anybody expecting any miracle, we speak it over the communion. Anything that we are desiring, we speak it over the communion. By this communion, this month, we are preserved and protected in Jesus' name. Let's eat it together. service. Now please, after service, don't be in haste to leave. As usual, we got all our food and all our drinks and everything. So please stay in fellowship before you take your leave. Amen. All right. The Lord bless us. The Lord keep us. The Lord empower us. Now, all the men, if you are not on the men's platform, please, right after service, I want you to see Elder Brighton. Elder Brighton, please show your hand up. Yeah. All the men. Okay. All the men at the service. Please, if you are not on the church platform, I want you to see Elder Brighton so that you put on, so that coming Sunday we can celebrate our women powerfully. Amen. We want to treat them as the queens they are. Amen. Now, before we share the grace, if today is your first time, can I see your hand up? I just want to pray for you. Today is your first time here. You've never been. Hallelujah. Sir, can I shake hands with you? Is it okay? Can I shake hands with you? Oh, Holy Hill Chapel, Tennessee. Wow. My goodness. Please, what's your name? My name is Peter. Peter. That is Peter. Hallelujah. Peter, who invited you? Wow. Esther. God bless you, Esther. Hallelujah. Let's pray for Brother Peter. Father, thank you for the life of Brother Peter. I pray let your plans and your purposes concerning him come to pass without fail. The reason why you brought him here, let it happen in Jesus' name. The mind of Christ operating upon him and with him from now. In Jesus' blessed and mighty name. Amen. Let's share the grace of God together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us now and forevermore. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. We shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. With long life, full of prosperity and 